0: hi hey lauren are you
1: joining us on camera there she is yes all right so sorry Hi. nice to meet you you. very nice to meet you obviously it's been a minute since i've been on zoom so i apologize
2: that's good that's that's good the world's getting real again
1: (laughs) thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it and congratulations on the show i uh have only let myself watch the first three episodes because i don't want to inadvertently give anything away but i'm literally so excited to continue on with it so congratulations oh
2: thanks so much
0: thank you it means a lot of, if you do like those three episodes you 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 got a nice ride ahead of you always, selling. I, yeah, always I can clever. feel
1: it coming I can feel it's, it coming
0: uh, cool no because it may not be for everybody but if you're in <laughs> and do you know at the beginning it, it, it gets it gets pretty fun
1: well I I can tell you to to be honest with you guys for a second I'm one of those people that salesman kind of it makes me want to crawl out of my skin a little bit and so seeing the show start with Jack making this pitch I was kind of automatically like oh I don't know if I can do this," (laughs) and it just it just reels you in so well and so um it's just so natural I was just wondering um if you guys considered that, I think it's like a really bold way to start the show, like kind of challenging people to get on board with it.
0: We, we absolutely can thought about that, and it means the world to hear you say that it it took you in like that. And we're aware that that scene is is difficult and and long, and um and that it also uh it, you kind of are going back and forth in it, where you're saying, oh man, like is this guy saving this guy's life? Uh, and but he's also whoa. Like now there's a, you know he's making a pitch now. You know, there's a it does. It, the, you know, but to us, that scene embodies the deep, deep kind of themes and paradoxes of the show, you know? um and and not to mention, you know, when when you say that you're getting reeled in and and yes, we 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 hoped that, and we we thought about that, and we 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 wanted it to 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 pull you in. But it's also Billy, you know, like it could have been somebody else, and 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 and, and you know, it couldn't have been. But had it been, so, you know, <laughs> might have not felt that way. But he knew from the jump that the way this story works is by imbuing Jack with the deep deep humanity. That he's he's a salesman, but. He can look at you and know what you need to hear. And he can know what you might need deeper in your life. And he might not be able to get you all the way there, but he can get you to tomorrow, you know? And when people are that down and it's that dark, um, sometimes that's all you can hope for, what you need, is just something to get you to tomorrow. And that that kind of, you know, that's also dark. You know, so I, I I think that like the the unsettled feeling that that you have is you know warranted.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, kind of speaking to that, I, could you guys maybe talk about um, just the decision to go with um, salesmen as kind of your uh, the main characters of the show and sort of exploring? Um, you know, Billy's character really does seem to have that genuine hopefulness somewhere within him whereas someone like hanks eddie is a little more cynical and a little more just playing the game of it um so i was wondering if you guys could talk about that and your choice to explore salesmen as your characters and explore those different shades of that as well
2: yeah absolutely i mean we're fascinated by salesmen and to us they represent Something that's both sort of beautifully inspiring and utterly tragic in the American spirit, and all the salesmen in this show, and all the characters for that matter, are highly delusional people. <laughs> uh, and it should be noted as a caveat that this show was written by some highly delusional people, uh, and <laughs> we're we're ready to own that here with you. Uh, but 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 what I mean to say is is. Jack is a salesman, yes, but he's a salesman who doesn't know he's a salesman. He thinks he's a a priest. He thinks he's out saving lives. And and he is a a creature of such indomitable faith, a dreamer whose dream is so desperate and so potent that it, it can change the fabric of reality for both him and the people around him. And, and and that's the kind of spirit we were interested in wondering about in this show. And you, uh, yeah, Eddie is more cynical as a salesman, for sure. But when it comes to love, he's an absolute romantic and a puppy dog and a bigger dreamer than I think, Eddie, you know, and Hank Azaria plays it beautifully with his heart on his sleeve. So, you know, we all as people, a, a lot of times in writers rooms, you're talking about what's their motivation and what's their plan. In our writers room, we said, what's their delusion? What's the story they tell themselves about themselves or about the world that gets them through the day? And what happens when that story comes up short and they come crashing down? That's, that's the world of Hello Tomorrow in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's really beautiful. And you're you're right, Hank and um, uh, Eddie and Shelly are just, I'm so drawn to them. And I just can't wait to see what happens (laughs) next with them. And I'm, I feel like there might be some bad things on the horizon, but I'm like, rooting for them so hard (laughs) isn't that crazy (laughs) um going back to the beginning could you guys just talk about the genesis of this show like um how you came to be the creators of this if this was an idea that one of you had for a long time that maybe you had been you know working on for a while or anything like that and how you ended up with apple on on this project of course um
0: Lucas and I actually came up under David Milch, and you know, wrote Deadwood and NYPD Blue, and he kind of taught us everything uh, we know about TV and 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 about being a human being and those kinds of things, and and um, after a bunch of stuff, you know, whatever we. Um, We got together with a friend of ours, Ryan Khalil, who is an executive producer on the show and who was interested in this kind of world. But but also showed us these um, salesman training videos Mm -hmm. from the 50s where like little Billy is going to join the Ford sales team. And oh, sucks. Like if I sell five wagons, can I be assistant manager, too? And yes, sir, Billy, you know it. You know, and and. You watch it and you're kind of like, this is beautiful. This is America. This is the this is so naive and optimistic. And you're like, and this is fucking tragic and heartbreaking. And poor Billy's never gonna make assistant <laughs> manager. And those station wagons don't have seatbelts. You know, whatever, whatever you wanna, you know, like there, there's a way that that there's a, a gap between what we're sold and the reality we end up having to live. And in that gap is what, you know, it kind of made the show. And then, and then it got way D, you know, then we're into Tex Avery cartoons and Billy Wilder and Capra and Sturgis. And obviously um, there's a, a documentary called Salesman by the Maisel brothers. that was really kind of formative for us in understanding the pathos at the heart of the life of the traveling salesman, um, that that made us sympathize uh, with 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 their kind of dilemma in mid-century America, and and then you know, it's then it's just a lot of brilliant designers and a lot of brilliant prop masters and obviously a bunch of tremendous actors who kind of get the thing on its feet, and then you're like, oh wow, then it's a whole world, you know, but um, it was what I will say is that like it's you know of wild joy to go into the world of hello tomorrow and write it and see it be with these characters and oh what if we put this fucking gadget in here or put this you know it's like really really special um place to be i'm sorry for
2: swearing
1: no you're totally fine um last quick question i i love the way that the show is very uh subtly sci-fi um, and still feels very grounded in reality. I was just wondering what kind of sci-fi touchstones you guys might have had. It almost feels like if the Jetsons was like real and not a cartoon.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the us. The best sci-fi is it, it, it has a has an imagination of the human experience of the technology. So we were, yeah. The gadgets are fun, but also what's fun to us and what sells them in our show. Is the way the characters take them for granted, the way this to- this uh, this hovercar is just another car, um, and that that it forms a lived-in texture of the world mm-hmm. is is really what we wanted to achieve, and that's why when we when we designed all of these things with with our with our with our director Jonathan Entwistle, and with the brilliant uh, craftspeople on the and the crew, said so we got to build everything practically. You know, we're not doing CG robots. We're having a big hunk of metal and puppeteers up there moving the arms around, so that both, so that it's a little janky and 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 rusted and real and has the texture of of reality and all its shabbiness. But also that the, the actors remember these are just human realities. Mm-hmm. This is yeah, that robot's making a martini over there, but here I am in the foreground and I have a heartbreaking scene to play. Uh, and so you know we. We love the idea that you can build a sci-fi world and play real human stakes in all of the dramas and have it be relatable and have it be about family and have it be about love and addiction and compassion and heartbreak and intrigue and all at all all at a very human scale uh, is, is what we tried to achieve with the show.
1: Well, it's a beautiful show and I can't wait to finish it. Thank you so much for your time. This is my first one-on-one interview, so thank you for making it so easy and so fun. Uh, I really yeah, appreciate yeah. it. It's a great pleasure.
0: Series. This is great, and, and also um, I can't wait for you to see the rest of it. Enjoy. Uh, you, you'll like it.
1: Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys.
0: You okay. Too. Bye. Thanks.